Welcome to the Serial Serial, the AV Club's podcast about a podcast. Every week or so, a few onioning staffers will be talking about the most recent happenings around Serial, one of the most popular and addictive podcasts on iTunes. I'm AV Club senior editor Mara Eakin, joined this week by Onion Inc. editorial director Josh Modell, as always, and uh, Onion deputy managing editor Marnie Schur. Hello, guys. Welcome to Marnie. Oh, thank you very much. Happy to be here. Did you notice that it's very warm in this room? Yes, but it's a welcome change oh. from where I sit. It's, it is cold in the office sometimes, Josh. Um, well, <laughs> it's probably not as cold as Afghanistan. I know, I'm just getting this a terrible segue. <laughs> yeah, that was, I think it's going to be hot there, actually. <laughs> I think it's cold in the mountains. I don't know. And they seem night. to dress warmly. Maybe, Anyways. Maybe the weather in Afghanistan would be more exciting than this episode of Serial. <laughs> Um, well, yeah, we're, tra- we're tackling episode nine, which is trade secrets. And uh, before we really get into the nitty gritty of this very nitty gritty episode, Marnie, uh, how do you think the season's been going so far? What are your initial thoughts? Let's get, get to know you. Yeah, um, I'm actually, you know, a pretty staunch defender of season two. It's never going to be what season one was because it's not tackling the same sort of source material. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's tackling it from much less of a, you know, remove temporally. Um, so I actually really like it. It does, though, this topic really begs these procedural nitty-gritty episodes in a way that I'm sure alienates a lot of listeners. Um, I did appreciate this particular episode and a few in the past that really just go through the wheelings and dealings of the military and how they operate because that's the only thing that's going to add to the story beyond just Bo's recollections over the phone to Mark. And I think it adds a nice dimension to sort of contextualize the whole, the whole saga while I'm thinking of that, someone on Twitter last week said, you guys could really use a military expert to help you guys out. And I was like, I agree with you. <laughs> so if you are one and you know one, uh, you can tweet at me, Mara, M-A-R-A-H-E, on Twitter, and I will be more than happy. We would be more than happy to have you on the show. Uh, it's your shot at fame. Yeah. <laughs> you shot to run your mouth about the military. <clears throat> um Josh, what did you think of this week's episode? Well, you thought it was boring. <laughs> well, I thought it was boring, but now that Marnie so elegantly spoke about it, now can I change my mind and yeah. say that it was She's convince you. really good? Um, <laughs> no, I, I'm actually mostly with uh, with our guest in that um, I really do think this whole story is fascinating. Um, this episode, there was cert- for me anyway a little a little slash a lot too much nitty gritty, but a lot of interesting tidbits. I mean. There's so much stuff that, you know, I hate to say it, but like 95% of the names that are mentioned and even some of the situations, maybe 50% of the situations, you're like, okay, I've forgotten that as soon as you said it because it's really not entirely material to the story. Yeah. The stuff that really stuck with me was, you know, uh, especially the phrase line item when it's sort of treated as like, mm-hmm. you know, you we think or I thought anyway, like this is like, you know, there are these people nego- like working to negotiate every day and there's all this stuff going on behind the scenes. And it's like, no, here's this bigger thing. And like, oh, by the way, why don't we, you know, maybe swap these guys or whatever. Um, so it'll be interesting how to see how that's played in the movie. It's funny. I thought I was also thinking like, you know, this is hour nine of uh, Serial season two. And this entire hour when they make this movie is going to go by in about two minutes. Maybe. <laughs> Yeah, this I will say this season is a lot more detail oriented mm-hmm. than the past season. Like I'll be listening on the bus or something, and it's still it's already weird to listen on the bus because I'm taking notes like a weirdo. <laughs> and I look away for one minute or something, or I look up to see where my stop is, and then I have no idea who they're talking about, and I'm lost in a way. 
you know, so I have to go back. And Particularly with this episode, I think I had to listen to most of it, you know, three times, just keep going back and back, because a lot of the detailed information about people's rank or roles and how those roles changed over time really gets delivered quite quickly. Mm -hmm. Uh, Maybe Sarah Koenig doesn't trust that we are that interested and is just skipping to the parts with emotional punch. Mm -hmm. But I really, like, don't feel comfortable just skipping over those. I need to, like, Mm -hmm. take down notes and keep track of it all. I think the headline for this uh, episode of The Serial Serial should be, Are We Too Dumb for the Serial? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Go ahead, commenters. Answer that question. Um, well, I guess sort of I thought the moral of this episode was that diplomacy sure is slow, right? Mm-hmm. And it's uh, very human. I yeah, was that, was, that was a really interesting point, I think. And I think you put it a lot more succinctly than the show did. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, people fuck up or they forget stuff. Or in this case, like people die. I mean, that's a pretty yeah. got to be a huge blow for Bo Bergdahl to hear like, yeah, Richard Holbrook is sort of on the way to. Maybe getting you out in 2010 after he'd only been there a year and a half, uh, and then he died. Do you think that they had less incentive because he was this deserter? Like he didn't get taken in some sort of, you know, firestorm of bullets? You know, it's weird. It's sort of, I felt like the beginning of the episode kind of touched on that a little bit. Like, hey, why are we Why are we even bothering to, to swap these five guys? He does, he's terrorists. a deserter. Um, but were they terrorists? Yeah. That's the whole other question. One of you guys have to, has to speak to that because... That... They were highly compliant and they had no more information. And the, the reasons that they were at Gitmo in the first place seemed shockingly arbitrary when you consider that she mentions that the other person accused of war crimes in the past was was who? The the high-ranking official who or maybe president of Afghanistan? Who, who did she say um, at mm. some point that someone else who had also been accused of war crimes was just in government and we were negotiating with them? And another person who had been accused of war crimes was an enemy of the state and at Guantanamo. And so these distinctions become, I don't know, arbitrary or maybe just really, really technical at a certain point. Yeah, they're all sort of, not they're all, I mean, that sounds like us versus them, but I'm going to include people on all sides. But it's like a bunch of bad people doing bad stuff, uh, which I guess makes it really difficult to figure out who to negotiate with and, and what to do. But there's also like a full range of people probably at Guantanamo, just like there aren't any sort of prison, you know, there's just right. not, I don't know if there are low security, minimum security places for like Taliban people to go. Or if it's just like you're Taliban, you're going to get out. There's a Taliban halfway house down the block, actually. <laughs> <laughs> That's what <clears throat> yeah. That's what people get off the bus. But I think what, what the episode was not trying to imply, and maybe it came out and said it right away, is that like, the story, the Bo Bergdahl story is always five high-ranking Taliban, mm-hmm. you know, and may or may not say high-ranking Taliban terrorists exchange for one, either American soldier or deserter. And, like, we, we don't really know if, if they were high-ranking necessarily or if they were terrorists. And this seemed to point to the idea that at least a couple of them were not terrorists and were uh, actually saying, hey, we're not against the government, we're not against the Americans we just fight all the time. But then it makes you wonder, why did the Taliban want these five specific guys back? Well, I think what she pointed out <clears throat> is that it seemed like it would be a diplomatic victory to mm-hmm. get people out of Gitmo. And so that's, those yeah. are the guys they chose. I don't know. They, they knew some of the guys that weren't getting back, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? Only the Taliban knows, and they're not talking. Um, one of the bigger sort of parts of the show, or maybe one of the more 
compelling things was this stuff about I don't want I don't want to call it an embassy. I don't know if it's an embassy, but like the Taliban offices offices yeah. in mm-hmm. Qatar. And uh, or are they talking about the Islamic Emirate? Yes, um, Marnie, you had some thoughts about that. I just thought it was almost comical. I mean, free of the context of what was happening, but the degree to which those seemingly small things from the outside mattered. The use of the words Islamic Emirate mm-hmm. versus you know it's a simple office or headquarters, um, and and the way that people's egos were kind of wrapped up in that decision after the U.S. sorted it out and made them lower the flag. That really was like an ego bruise and a, and it meant something to the people who were there. And it just really struck me as the sort of disagreement you'd find between two departments in an office anywhere, you know, where, where someone's correction of something really kind of dresses down another department and and just embarrasses them or causes bruised egos. It was just so interesting to see that on the level of international, yeah. uh, you know. I mean, I remember when you were going to, it was going to be either deputy managing editor or managing deputy, deputy editor. Something has like to get he, printed like on those business cards. Assistant to the assistant. Yeah, yeah I mean, who knew? Who knew that it would cause such strife? It reminded me of like dealing with ad agencies and salespeople where they're like, but what if we say deputy of manager you know what i mean and then like, let's focus group it like let's make sure it's okay on all sides mm-hmm. like that kind of stuff well shouldn't be surprised like men with guns and politics have like egos that are gonna <laughs> not be set aside um but I, I guess i mean to to a degree it's important because i think what the part of the point was if they called it an emirate it was sort of, of a step toward recognizing it as legitimate government which yeah, I think there's there are probably strong reasons to not do that, or at least to take it very slow if you're going to do that. Uh, because as the the audio clip from Hillary Clinton sort of pointed out, like it was very unpopular to be trying to have a diplomatic relations with the Taliban, who were, you know, at least at the time in America, or I guess earlier than that, but maybe up until now, like people think, oh, it's the Taliban that killed. Yeah, that blew up the World Trade Center. But it's not; it's Al Qaeda. <clears throat> right. There's no, but there's no distinction. I think that was a that actually maybe was the most interesting thing to me. Or people just say it's Muslims. That's well, like the even. Yeah. We're not talking about Trump more, today. Yeah. Um, go Trump. No, I don't mean that. That's a joke. <laughs> go away. <clears throat> yeah, uh, but the, I, I thought that one of the really interesting things that the Taliban asked for um, was that they be not lumped in with Al Qaeda. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that is. So it's another instance of these titles mattering so mm-hmm. much and, and being a very surgically specific part of this whole operation. You know, that was that was a big deal for those negotiations. And when those negotiations fell apart, those things kind of calcified and mm-hmm. just really dragged things back to square one. As someone that hasn't followed Middle Eastern politics and the, Afghan- Af- the war in Afghanistan extremely closely, um, maybe some of the super background information would have been nicer earlier in the season of cereal do you know what i mean mm-hmm. like i know about dust ones and full fobs and all this <laughs> stuff but knowing you know what's the difference between the taliban having him and al-qaeda having him is there how big is the difference you know is this guy a bad guy just because he's a bad guy or is he a bad guy because he's trying to xyz you know yeah and she she kind of did uh, a little bit when she was discussing bo's capture in the earlier episodes to distinguish who the haqqanis yeah are mm-hmm. um but i I think especially moving to this bi-weekly format, we could have used a little more check back in, like, remember that this is the structure of 
yeah. these governments and these or these these groups. You could get a doctor in this stuff. Do you know what I mean? Like <laughs> right. you could it would be a life's work. <laughs> yeah. And you still might not fully understand it. Um so I guess a couple other things this week. I don't know if there's anything to say about them. They talked a lot about the diplom- diplomatic option versus the military option, like about Petraeus saying that he was his wingman, that Holbrook was his wingman, or that the diploma- military should be the handmaiden of diplomacy. I mean, I, I, I am for the diplomatic option, but that's also just me. You're a pinko. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know if there's more to say. Holbrook's whole outlook on the thing seemed pretty idealistic yeah considering and then he died <laughs> and and it in really did seem gross to be way. Yeah. like his aorta ruptured that's, that's a horrible that way to go specific <laughs> yeah and then the guy on the elliptical <clears throat> too which is like oh okay can't go on the elliptical mm-hmm. yeah. yeah i think they were all murdered <laughs> i don't actually think that that's like an episode of yeah. I, ncas i, I think that that part of the episode was just a kind of a quick way to gloss over like hey the military has way too much power in these things and maybe fucks it up. I think that's what was trying to be said, whether that's true or not. Well, I suppose we could all they could all fuck it up somehow. Yeah. And maybe they did. And I mean, I mean, that's kind of what she was laying out here. Like, did they not care enough? Did they, you know, or is it just the wheels just move so slowly? Yeah. And to what degree is a certain idea or agenda one person, you know, one person's brainchild or is one person championing these particular ideas? Because when he died, I think it, she did try to emphasize that there was this clear, um, separation between what Holbrook wanted to do and what other people wanted to do about this situation. Yeah, or there was that article that showed up in The Guardian or something, like there were leaks within the organization and they were having all these talks and then the article ended up in The Guardian and I did, was it like Al-Agrabah or whatever, Agrabah is the name from Aladdin, so that's not what it was. <laughs> uh, but uh, I have it written down, but I guess I could look. <clears throat> Tai Abaga. Tai Abaga. And that like set it back another nine months or something, you know, how e- how fragile it is. Do you guys think the trade was fair? Knowing exactly what you know from the podcast and nothing more. <laughs> Would you have made that trade? That's a lot like asking via what we know from the podcast whether Adnan did it or something, I think. And we did ask that when we did <laughs> the first season. Right. Yeah. I think he probably did, but I don't know if I would have convicted him. So that's what I, that's what I ended up saying. Right. Yeah, I, I, don't, don't, I, I don't really know how to answer that question, even... Having gone to school for an hour uh, with cereal today, I mean, on the one hand, I, I mean, I think the more important question is like, is what they sort of brought up at the end, like, oh, we, you know, the United States does not negotiate with terrorists. Well, but should we? we I guess we just did. <laughs> like, yeah. If that's a terrorist organization, which we've been claiming, um, then guess what? We do negotiate with terrorists. There's a lot of shades of gray there, I suppose. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like. But how bad are they as terrorists? Are these guys bad? Uh, what are we getting out of it? One deserter. That's all we're getting. Who couldn't even speak in full sentences when he got out. That was another thing that was terrible. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, I thought it was interesting that they like let him exercise and start reading, kind of knowing that he was going to get out. He had a toothbrush. They said it was like a kind of treadmill or a kind of something like that. Now I want to know exactly what it was. <laughs> right. I bet in the movie you will see exactly what it was. Do you think this movie's getting made? Oh, totally. I, I mean, don't know. A24, or is it Annapurna, Annapurna Pictures, is producing cereal this uh, this time. I'm sure that's all tied up with the with the film rights. Maybe it kind of depends what happens in the end. Like, is he going to jail? Is he... I think either way, you got a, you got an ending to the movie, right? I mean, they're not going to execute him or anything. The ending is so. he gets free? 
the ending is he just goes for here, he goes to jail after his court martial. Okay. So does the production of serial factor into the movie now as a plot point? Oh, like will will somebody portray Sarah Koenig in right. the movie? I don't think so. I think the movie's just going to be the the Bobert doll story, mm-hmm. you know, with some composite character being like, well, you see what happened here is, and then like, you know, we get like I said earlier, an hour's worth of uh, serial information in two minutes. Like gonna it's literally going to be like 2009, he almost got out. 2010, he almost got out. 2013, he almost got out. And then someone's going to win an Oscar for getting way skinnier. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. lost a bunch of weight. Oh, yeah, so who's going to play Bo Bergdahl? Like maybe Matt that's, Damon. Uh, he got really skinny old. for The Martian. Well, that's a good or point. maybe it was who's a body younger. Double. Yeah, we got I mean, it's some young uh, young up and comer. Well, John Krasinski was just in uh, the Benghazi movie. Oh, maybe yeah. he could, you know, buff. be a, a buff military guy. He's and then... too old too, though, because what? How old he was? Twenty two when he got. Uh, oh, that's true. Picked up. Yeah, who's really young? Hmm. We oh. probably don't know who they are. It's gonna be yet. some British guy. <laughs> yes, and that's then what it is. He's gonna be eating, speak English. Mara's speak got American. The smart money on some British guy. Some guy from Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah, who we haven't who we haven't met yet. Maybe it'll be Miles Teller. What do you think? Uh, yeah. too old? Uh, no, I think maybe. Maybe. He doesn't or maybe look like, much like what's like a, him, a no? guy yeah. from um from Perks of Being a Wallflower? <laughs> oh, that guy, yeah, Logan that Lerman. Guy. I like that movie. Let's talk yeah. about that instead of. <laughs> are you gonna see the Bo Bergdahl movie? This movie? Yeah. Oh, for sure. Gonna go to a screening? Well, yeah, that's that's how <laughs> that's how it that's how I roll nowadays. Maybe it depends on the outcome of all of this, the court martial and everything. Cause whether you'll see a movie or whether it'll there arguably will be a movie. create uh, whether I'll see it, because oh. arguably it would create a different kind of movie, right? Because every movie wants to make a grand thesis statement. Mm. And so depending on how this all shakes out the movie could diverge, you know, from what I would want to see. Mm-hmm. The movie is just going to cut back and forth between him in captivity and somebody in America making us think about uh, all the bad decisions that were made. His friend. Um, oh, like yeah, it could be her. Carrie or whatever her name is. And then, uh, you know, it'll be, uh, I guess, there. I mean, there is no, like, Zero Dark Thirty moment of him getting out. He just gets out I, I, I bet a big part of the movie is going to be his escape attempts that's where the action mm-hmm. will come from still not very much action at this point will subsequent episodes of Serial have more of those type of moments yeah. uh, are we going to zoom back onto Bo's captivity or have we kind of are we done with that have we explored that as far as it can go have they really talked about like Bo you know, three days leading up to your release, what did you know? Like, mm. I want to know when the, when he was getting fed better, when he had the textbooks, when he was doing this, like, did he feel like, mm, something's going on here? You know what I mean? Like, this is looking good, relatively speaking. Although maybe he was too out of it at that point. Mm. You know, they did say the whole, the whole thing about him not speaking coherently. Getting and... a college physics textbook when you're in that out <laughs> yeah, of it right. would just be like, it'd be like awesome. reading Chinese. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, good luck. <laughs> I hope you learned something. Um, cool, guys. Thanks. And uh, we'll talk again in two weeks. Thanks, everybody, so much for listening to the Serial Serial. If you like our show, tell your friends and review the show on iTunes. And we'll be back two weeks uh, to talk about whatever whatever unless, next episode's about. Unless there's some Adnan news next week. Okay. That's totally possible. So, yeah, we're still totally promised that and has not been delivered by the Serial people. Yep. 
we'll end on that very angry note. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> hey, give us what we want when we want it. Free entertainment. <laughs> I mean, free news. It's not entertainment. It's very. It's all very Newstainment. serious. Newsertainment. Newsertainment. <laughs> um. All right. Bye. Bye. Mm-hmm.